Hello friends, this is Matilda Danson and thank you for being here. I'm so excited to have you for another time of conversations. And um, so today I am going to talk and encourage someone, encourage you, you know, about being courageous. Be courageous. And what does it mean to be courageous? Um, the dictionary says courage means to do something that frightens you, uh, to do the things that you are afraid to do. Um, the things that hold you back. And many of us have a lot of fears, you know. Some people are afraid of talking in front of people. And because of that, we are not able to even say the things that we need to say. Some people are afraid of trying new things. They are afraid to fail. And so even when God has given them great ideas, they get stuck in their normal routine because they're afraid to try new things. Some people are afraid of marriage, even when they desire to be married. They're afraid of it because of the statistics. They don't want to be a statistic or they're afraid um, because of their background. They have seen or experienced, you know, a bad marriage before. Their parent may have had a bad marriage. They don't want um, to have a marriage like that. And so because of that, they do not even venture into marriage. Meanwhile, they desire and they find themselves doing things that are reserved for marriage. Um, and fear will keep you out of the blessings. Some people are kept away by fear of death. They are afraid to die or they are afraid to lose a loved one. And it actually keeps them stuck. And I believe that fear, if we allow it, it keeps us in bondage. And so if we will be able to accomplish the things that God wants us to do, to accomplish the great things that God has in store for us, we need courage. We need to rise up in courage to do those things. And this morning, I was just reading a scripture in Joshua, Joshua chapter 1. Uh, Joshua was an assistant to Moses. Moses was such a great leader. God had used Moses to do so many great things, you know, getting the Israelites out of bondage from Egypt, performing uh, many miraculous stuff, turning the staff to snake, parting the Red Sea, like all of those things are just great shoes, big shoes for Joshua to fill. And, but when Moses died, God called Joshua. God called Joshua. And one of the things that you know God mentioned in the scripture, Joshua chapter 1 verse 3, and I'm going to read that. It says, Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses. And so this was a promise that God had given to Joshua and to the Israelites that he is going to give them um, all these land, all these stuff. But then he had called Joshua to lead the people into the place of promise. And in verse uh, 9, God reminds Joshua, he says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you 
wherever you go. And so God is reminding him. He has commanded him. Even though I've given you all these promises, you will need courage. You you will need strength to be able to, you know, access and reach that place of promise. But what would take you there is not even your own strength. Because if you look at your own strength, you'll be afraid. But it's because of my presence with you. I will be with you. I will help you. I will fight for you. But you will have to rise up with courage and with strength to be able to go where I need you to go. To go where I have prepared for you. And for you and I also, God has prepared a place for us. But we need courage to be able to access it. As a parent, we need courage to raise our children in a godly way, not to be afraid, you know, to teach them what is right. You know, I think some parents might be afraid to even say no to their kids because they are thinking, well, if I say no, would that ruin the relationship? What if they don't like me? But you need courage to be able to teach them the way of God, to teach them what is right. Even when others decide that, hey, allow your kids to express themselves. Let them do whatever feels right to them. You need courage to be able to raise them and teach them the way of God. Of course, you need wisdom and you need to be able to build that relationship. You need to listen to your children, communicate with them, use grace and kindness. But then you do need courage to teach them what is right. We also need courage to speak truth without compromise and in love. We need, we need courage when you are in a place where, you know, what is wrong is being healed, that you wouldn't just be quiet and just stay in your own lane. But you need courage to rise up, to speak up, even when you have to speak you know, against authority. As I was thinking of this, I was thinking about the three Hebrew boys, right, in the Bible, uh, when Nebuchadnezzar made a decree that everyone needs to bow down to the statue. And I'm sure there were people who feared God, or who claimed to fear God, but out of fear for their lives, they decide to just do whatever they've been told to do. They don't want to lose their jobs. They don't want to lose their lives, their property, their reputation. Um, they don't want to lose all of that. And so out of fear, they do not speak up and then they just go with the flow. But if we are going to stand by the truth that we believe, then we need courage to be able to speak the truth. And those Hebrew boys, they said, you know, We know that God will deliver us, but even if he doesn't deliver us, we are not going to bow down to this. We are not going to succumb to your whims. We are not going to do whatever you want because what ultimately guides our lives is the word of God, is God himself. And so we need courage to be able to speak truth. Um, We also need courage to obey God, right? Again, I'm thinking about Moses' mother. This woman gave birth in a very difficult time, in a time where children were being killed. But then this woman um, aligned herself with God. She saw her child as different. She saw the child as 
who God sees the child. And so because of that, she rose up with faith and with courage. And she preserved the life of this child that God used to bring deliverance to a whole generation. And so we need courage to um, obey the written word of God and to also obey the revealed word of God, the things that God reveals to us through his word, um, to be able to see differently, um, to be able to walk differently, behave differently, based on what God says, not what is right in the eyes of others, but what God sees as right. And when we rise up with courage and do those things, I believe God honors our faith. It takes faith to obey God. It takes faith to say, God has said it and I am going to do it. And God honors that. Um, we also need courage to respond to the call of God. And God calls us in various capacities, in various areas, not just to, you know, be a preacher, but he calls us in various ways. He places us in various positions at various times in different seasons of our lives. And we need courage to respond. You know, I think of the story of Esther in the Bible. Um, Esther uh, became queen and there was a point in time her uh, cousin Mordecai. Mordecai was an older cousin who raised her after Esther lost her parent. And Mordecai came to Esther and, you know, came to inform her about a new law that the Jews were all going to be killed. And meanwhile, Esther herself was trying to figure herself out in the palace, right? She hasn't seen the king in over 30 days. Um, and she doesn't even know how she was going to approve the can. She was scared that she was going to lose her life. But Mordecai reminded her that, you know, Esther, if you don't go, you are, how sure are you that you yourself, you will not be killed? For all you know, God has put you in this position for a time like this. And you and I, we have been placed in this world for this time, this particular time, and you are mother in this particular time for a reason, and God is calling you. And in order to answer that call, we need courage. And as I, as I thought over, you know, how Esther, because initially she, she wasn't really interested. She, she was just holding on to her position and thinking, well, I might die. I might this, but after Mordecai reminded her that maybe she's been called for a time like this, she said, okay, okay, I'm going to do this. But before I can do this, you know, tell all the people to fast and to pray. And me, myself, also and my maidens, we are going to fast and pray and wait on God. And she did that. And I believe that that is one of the of the greatest way we can get courage and we can get strength. And that is from the place of prayer in the presence of God. You know, God promises us that when we wait on him, he gives us strength. He gives us strength. And out of his strength, we are able to have courage, courage to be able to answer the call that he has placed on our lives. Um, we need courage to be able to step out of our comfort zone. 
The comfort zone is called that because it's comfortable, right? But if you will step out, you will need courage. And I believe if we don't want to live ordinary lives, um, we must rise up with courage and do the things that God is calling us for. It will be adventurous because there will be so many things that will come our way. There are times it might look like we are failing or we might fail um, in certain areas. But God promises us that he is our help in times of need. He's a very present help. He's not far away. When we call on him, he answers us. And so you might make mistakes, but know that you'll still learn. And out of your mistakes, you know, you'll grow. When I look back in my life, you know, there are times that I have had to make sacrifices and do certain things that I believe aligns with the word of God. And it came at a cost. It came at a cost. But I have come to realize that even the cost or the sacrifices that we make in order to obey God, to walk in the things that God has called us to, in hindsight, they are actually very little. And now when I look back, all I say is thank God. I thank God that I said yes. And of course, there are other things that I did not respond in obedience that now I look back and I say, oh God, forgive me. And I thank God for his grace. He redeems and he restores. Um, and so God is calling you. God is calling me to be courageous. And in order for us to build up courage, we need to start from a place of relying on God for his strength. Just like he told Joshua that don't be afraid be strong and be of good courage, for I am with you. Our courage comes not in our own selves, but it comes from God himself. So start from the place of surrender, of reliance on God. And that means spending time in prayer for the things that, you know, he puts on your heart to do. Um, reading and meditating on scriptures, his word will guide you. Scripture says his word is a lamp at our feet and a light to our path. This world is a very dark world. And there are many choices, many things that we can choose to do. But then we have no idea the danger that lies ahead. And what the word of God does is it gives us light and it shines the path that we need to take. And that path leads to life. And so... I want to encourage you again today to rise up with courage, rise up with courage and do the things that God wants you to do, do the things that God has put in your heart to do, the things God has inspired you to do, to bring solutions, to bring answers and to bring love and healing to a very dark world so that you will be light. That is a light that Jesus talks about, that you are the light of the world and you will not be hidden. Men will see that light shine brightly. They will see the glory of God and they will give all the glory and praise to him because he's the one who deserves it all. So be strong and be of good courage. Amen.